Hello and welcome to Real Talk for Mums. Two personal trainers coming together through birth trauma to bring laughs, tears and a lot of real talk around the health and well-being of mums. Unedited, raw and unapologetically ourselves, Mags and myself, Lara, aim to empower mums with the knowledge and support they deserve to live their best lives. Come join us for a new episode every week. Well, we're alive. We are. <laughs> we're in Max's house today. We're actually not on Zoom, which is nice. We get to be together. Yeah. <laughs> Ignore the state of my hair. I've just been given out. <laughs> yeah, so anyone who wants to watch us on YouTube, we are very much in the thick of mum life. Yes. Arthur's <laughs> only just gone to sleep. So is Rory. Went to feed him a couple of times, didn't you? Mm. Settled. Yeah, because I had pulled him out of his routine this morning to have an appointment. So oh life. yeah, yeah, that's life. Yeah, see the Cairo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, what are we talking about today? Oh, <laughs> we were just bitching uh... and moaning about our partners. <laughs> Don't tell them that. <laughs> we <laughs> love them really. Do they listen to the podcast? Do you think? No, my husband doesn't. No, no, he doesn't asked... listen to me. I haven't asked James. No, <laughs> yes. he hears enough of me. Yeah, he's like, oh god, people are actually <laughs> listening to you. No. Yeah, you were you were asking me about my week and he, like um, healing, like how I'm going. Because you're how far postpartum are you now? Uh, what am I? He'll be seven months on the twenty third. Yeah, twenty uh, third. We were able to choose his date of birth, and I went with it. I know something you can't say. Twenty third. I didn't even think of me. I just wanted the last Friday that I was allowed to have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You worked up until Thursday, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah so seven months then. Yeah. yeah okay. mm. And I'm two months. Um, and what you were talking about? Um, recovery. Just recovery, how your recovery yeah. is going, how my recovery is going, and how we feel about our bodies, because that's what people, um, you know, come to us for, because they're, um, we're there to, um, oh my God, Max guide support help yeah um them as well and I suppose we're just talking that we're real people too and we have these um needs as well you know yeah I think you were saying how you felt um sort of uncomfortable with your stomach still a hundred percent yeah um and I suppose just for listeners like you know um and we said it like you know being PTs there's a lot of pressure on us too do I look at the screen or you (laughs) No, <laughs> um, but um, yeah, there's like a lot of pressure on us as personal trainers to, you know, not bounce back because I hate that term, but you know, look good because when you you chat with someone, what you do for a job or in personal trainer, they automatically look at you, look at your physique, um, yeah. and it's like, oh, okay. Um, and I used to get that too as a hairdresser, and I still haven't changed my hair. <laughs> <laughs> Or they say to you, I don't know about you, but they say, oh, don't don't look at what I'm eating then. Or or, what do you think I should do about this? And they start asking you all these questions. You're like, I don't know. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's like you can fix everyone. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And yeah, just being real about it and um, being honest, like, you know, um, like I'm not happy with my stomach and I'm working on that muscle separation to build it back. um, And I'm working with my nutritionist to um, try different um ways of eating um and you know I train I I do lots of work with me 
Um, I'm really happy with my arms, really happy with my legs, really happy with my ass. Yeah. (laughs) But I don't like my belly. And um, yeah, fair enough. I did carry a 10 pound baby and a lot of that stretch. And I know from seeing the women's health physio that um, I have that skin, that crepe paper skin, that it's um, the elasticity is quite hard for me to get it back. Um, But, um, you know, how many other moms are feeling the same way? I'm just being honest and saying it as it is. And um, you know, uh, you, um, you know, even if you Google it, cause I was Googling it for the laugh, like, you know, um, how to lose my tummy and uh, oh, it's all about exercise and it's this and it's that and it's high intensity workout and it's this. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, how many people have Googled this now? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just so Millions. interesting. Yeah. Millions. Um, and there's ever talk about, um, stuff like, breathing and de-stressing and sleep and no if we google it right now you'll see it so it's like you know high intensity workout um what was the other thing that came um it doesn't actually talk about diet really it's not really telling you it's more about the active um more about the exercise and yeah because i just randomly google stuff and i was like how do you lose weight you know or because i see a lot of people saying they they can lose 10 kilos in a week and i was like how can what? you lose 10 kilos in a week? And then you the Google it. And... Big poo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it is, it's just amazing what's on Google. But, um, you know, I'm working with my dietitian, our nutritionist, sorry, Steph. Um, and we're creating a plan together for, mm-hmm. you know, um, different things because, yeah. um, and again, our, as we know, our belly is the last place for it to lose. Yeah. But um, I want to feel confident and comfortable in me all around. I want to feel sexy in front of the mirror. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and yeah, how many more people out there feel the exact same way? And, you know, even me as a trainer, um, you know, doing um, all, like I know I have all this knowledge, but it's just the way my body is, you yeah. know. So, yeah. yeah. How's your pelvic floor doing since? Yeah, great. Yeah, not a bother. Yeah. Um, Because you've been running. Yeah, 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 not a bother. Um, And I tested so much on full bladders now and it's it's great. Yeah. And you don't have to do anything to prepare yourself for a run? uh not really like I suppose I do and when we cover the running podcast, I'll go over that. So I do a lot of high. not high intensity but like um I do box jumps I do um a lot of one-legged stuff I do mm. um but it's that resistant like not resistance but um man, just get it right you know like um when I hit the ground that motion yeah I train myself for that motion so yeah. I don't literally just go out and go hell for later running yeah because I want my pelvic because and again you can't turn on and off your pelvic floor when you run no so you need to have it strong in that kind of yeah. um position yes I'm yeah. actually excited about the podcast with the running because I want to I don't enjoy running mm. but I want to get back into being confident to do a run like a quick yeah. run with Monty or you know run after the bus but you need that anything. it's the quick like if they ran out in front of a car that you exactly. can run you know yeah. what I mean it's a it's all and that's what I say to people as well it's like you know it's all the um practicality of it as well it's not just going out running a marathon it's no. like it's being able to keep up with the kids it's being able to catch a kid if it Go runs a hundred percent yeah i was on the trampoline at the weekend with my wow. um my um niece and yeah not a bother i would love that i mean i don't know <laughs> yeah. i'd be able to it's I, a fear around fear it for me mm-hmm. and i haven't done it ever since i've had monty yeah so imagine like he's done so many trampoline things and like inflatable world and stuff and it's always like daddy will go yeah and I'm like oh 
No, I get on there. Yeah, I'll get yeah. you in there. We go over the holidays. That would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it is. Um, it's a massive fear. Like, um, and we'll get more into detail. Even with the whole um thing I was saying there earlier when I started back walking fast mm. and stuff, um, and that heaviness I had, but it was actually from the I can never pronounce it. My diamond shape, my perineum. Yes. <laughs> healing and because it was it was sewed back together and again another thing that I've learned is like stitches make everything tight and when that was stretching and stretching and stretching it felt like a heavy feeling but actually what and a pulling dragging feeling yeah. and if anyone's listening feels this way it wasn't it was literally just that scar was getting stretched yeah. and um I do it because I'm the tough person yeah <laughs> need to see it um, and um yeah so um even just that like if you felt that you were jumping on the trampoline because you know your third degree tear is pretty much the same like it's only a tiny bit less than a fourth degree yeah. tear you could feel that and go oh my god I've got to jump off I'm yeah. feeling a prolapse but it could be just that area stretching yeah. do you know what I mean yeah so, yeah um mm-hmm. but I've been doing um because I was checked by my physio what two weeks ago my six-week checkup yeah um she said that uh Arthur didn't do much damage to the pelvic floor which was Brilliant. great yeah she said I had minimal ab separation which was great Fabulous. yeah more at the top part mm-hmm. than anywhere else so she said to wear like compression leggings so you feel more supported mm-hmm. and um she actually gave me some really simple core exercises to tie in my breathing my pelvic floor some of them I knew and some of them were brand new which I love because then I can put some new stuff in the bank um do you think I've done anything not a one and I'm always telling my clients to do this I'm yeah. just like you can fit it in you can fit in two minutes a day yeah. to do something to do with your core um and I haven't done it and I think I've I've been looking back and thinking why haven't I and I think it's been me choosing whether to like I have a small window of stuff work that I can do it's either choosing to sleep in that window choosing to eat in that window because Arthur literally sleeps on me as you can see mm-hmm. all the time um and even then I don't feel like that's an excuse like I can still do two minutes of something um all I've been doing is my um, pelvic floor work so the app has been amazing have you yeah. got an app for pelvic no floor? I just do it yeah. yeah this is I normally don't do apps and I think I can just do it myself but actually seeing that I have to do three or four of these type of exercises specifically for me and my pelvic floor and to see because on this it's called a squeezy app right by the NHS and um it says so I have to do mine as in I'm squeezing and holding so this the chart goes round and it goes hold, hold, squeeze, hold. So keep going, keep going, keep going, and then rest. And then you do it again. So I have to do five of those and then I have to do quick ones. So hold, rest, hold, rest, hold, rest, hold, rest for, for 10. Yeah. And just seeing it visually, because I'm a visual person too. Yeah. Um, and then being able to save and see, oh, okay, I've done like one out of my three a day. Make motivates me to do it. Yeah, it gives you that accountability that yeah. I've done. And yes. it alerts me. I set alerts, so it reminds me you haven't done it yet. Um, and what was handy with the physio? She said, "Look, you're a mum. Make sure you just do two before ten a.m. every day, because you know when it gets later on the afternoon, kids get screaming. They come back from daycare. You forget things. You get more tired, so you're weaker in the pelvic floor anyway. So you generally then don't feel like keen to do it anyway." 
Um, if you know you've done two before 10 a.m., then you're on the right foot. Yeah. Um, so that's what I've been trying to do. So I have been doing stuff, mm-hmm. but I've been given five different types of core pelvic floor breathing exercises to do, and I haven't done any. So that's not good. So <laughs> don't listen to me when it comes to that. Yeah. But I just, yeah, I need to. Um, I think, look, what I do is I put it into my calendar and it's in there and it has to be done. Yeah. Everything goes into my calendar. Yeah. It's everything in the same system as my work calendar and it's in there and it's like, um, and I get like, you know, here I am. <laughs> I get your tired. You just have to suck it up, princess. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but, you know, it's just um, like even last night. Sorry, I woke you up, eh? Um, like I find sometimes as well, and we are like as moms, we do, um, we do get overstimulated because we're at where we have to do so much, um, that um, what you call it, um, that to switch off that brain is needed as well. You know what I mean? But for me, um, it sounds crazy, but my switch off is in the in the gym but I suppose I have that area where I can go into yeah and I can set well not that I can separate but it's just like okay now I can focus on me my brain wind down um and it is it's it's extremely hard for some people to be able to do it yeah well, mine used to be the gym and now it just feels like I'm so sleep deprived mm. it's like just getting outside for me but maybe it's um also that I I feel weak in the core so then I don't do it because I want to be good at it straight away. Yes. Which is silly because that's why I'm doing this work. Yes. Yeah. But again, that's us being honest with people like, you know, um, like you're, we're human as well. And um, what you call it, um, it's not that easy for us either. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So um people have to understand like and I it's, it's a good thing that we're honest you know what I mean we're humans too and um like yeah I had the same conversation with my husband you know about running and he's like Max just just relax you know and I and when I got my three and a half minutes off my time I was like oh my god yes and now yeah. I'm aiming for this and he's like woman calm down yeah. you know but I'm back at um you know 32 minutes running but my quickest is 26 and I'm like you know I need to <laughs> get up to the 26 but do I really but it's just my brain telling me you know what I mean that we can we can do this yeah definitely Mm. it's um yeah it's an interesting one isn't it all of this healing yeah it's a real slow journey when we think about it like I've had people say to me oh you've lost so much like you've gone back to your normal weight when when people see me it's like oh you're so thin already yeah and to me I hate hearing that I feel because I'm like you, I want to be strong. Mm. Um, obviously, it's not nice. It's nice to be told that, but also I feel drained. I feel not myself. I feel weak. Um, You're tired, tired, exhausted. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I don't feel like myself. So when people say that to me, I think I just I don't want anyone commenting on my appearance at all. I just mm. rather them say, "Oh, how you doing?" Like not. I know people do that because they think that that's what you want to hear. Yes, yeah. But it's really not, from my yeah. point of view. Oh, it was like the lady that said it to me that day. Oh, it was definitely in your belly you carried the baby. Yeah, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. Where the one area that I'm paranoid of, and I'm like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. And she's staring directly at it. Yeah. You know, I'm, you didn't put on weight anywhere else. I'm yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> 
But um, it is, it's so interesting that, yeah, like uh, it's a thing that people need to snap out of. We've always said about appearance. It doesn't matter if you're postpartum or not. Stop commenting on people's appearance because you don't know what's going on no. behind closed doors. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, all you want to do is have, you know, eight to 10 hours sleep at night. Yeah. You know, you'd be lucky if you get six yeah. and feel good about yourself. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But other than that, recovery wise, like how do you feel after um like how is downstairs? Um feels good. Mm-hmm. Like I I can poo normally, which is amazing because I couldn't with Monty. I go for a wee and it's normal. It doesn't like I don't leak. Um I can walk with a full bladder and it doesn't leak. Um it's been brilliant and it's just Again, the physio was saying you don't have much trauma from Arthur apart from being like six weeks postpartum. You obviously still need a lot of recovery because you're only six weeks. I'm going to reiterate that because so many people fixate on six weeks and you go back to exercise and it's just, yeah. no, you just, you need like a good couple of years to get yourself back into things. But um, it's, it feels, it feels stronger in some ways, which is brilliant. Um, and it's just still dealing with the trauma of Monty's birth and I think that's always going to be the case with having this evulsion um, but we we spoke about briefly at pessaries didn't we mm, yeah yeah. we're going to do a podcast an episode on pessaries yeah um, yeah because we'll do that with your um, your client yeah. and I think it's good different things of um, of chatting about um and if anyone's listening today, that when we cover our po- I can look at the screen now. When yeah. you're when we cover our podcast, one send us messages because um we'd love to know more. We only know our experience, and um we're going to have um our women's health physios, myself and Lara, see the a team. Two ladies went into business together, um and I see one and Lara sees the other. And it's actually just weird that it happened that way. Yeah. Um, but we're going to get them on and we'll get, ask them questions about the pessaries as well. Yeah. Um, because another thing um, Alicia was saying to me um, about the weight training for your pelvic floor. Have you heard that about you insert into your vagina and you weight? Yeah, a oh, weight and you lift the thing. No, it's dead. It's, it's uh, yeah. She showed me the gadget and the whole app. They sell it. Yeah. So I'll ask her to speak about that because we're going to get more into what the are you pumping it onto. You just um, shove it up your uh... the JJ. Yeah. <laughs> pretty similar to putting in a pessary and then you lift the weights and you bring oh them back down yeah i that's okay. um it's I building thought... strength in the pelvic floor so it's just a gimmicky yeah no she yeah. recommended it to yeah. me um to do because obviously with the running and stuff yeah. and um yeah so i was like yeah i'll buy it next time but i was like i couldn't think of anything worse so funny. i'm in the room when i do my pelvic floor <laughs> yeah but um, yeah, we'll cover that as well. But if anyone's listening, um, please let us know, and um, you can even be a guest. That would be lovely. <laughs> we would love our listeners to be a guest someday yeah. because you know, as we've um seen, everyone's body is so different. We've got like so many women that we've trained, and there's no two women the same. No. You know, even with us, we've um brought, brought together two trauma, yeah. but total different traumas. Definitely, you know, yeah. so it's really um. Nice. You know what I've been finding this my healing journey has been mainly the breasts I've been dealing with because yes. really, the mastitis yeah. and getting it twice bloody hell <gasps> yeah. yeah but now that I've had my sign off and discharge letter on Tuesday I don't have any more 
plus drainage to do with my boobs anymore. Yeah. Um, I need to ask you this actually. How do you put your boobs in a bra? How, how do you put your bra on? I just did it over on a sports bra and so I shove it over my head. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> did you know about the drop? No. It's weird. Like I because I saw because I saw a physio and then I saw um the bra fitting woman. Yeah. Who and, and my mum and my nana do the same, and I was like, and I'm not listening to my mum. She's probably wrong. Yeah. And then when I got fitted for the bra, I said, "Is this a thing where you drop your boobs?" And she said, "Yeah," as if like everyone knows this. Right. Like, I don't know. The odd one that doesn't know this. But apparently, there's a few mums who don't know this. But yeah. So you're meant to put the bra through your arms, so the straps on, and then you lean over to drop your boobs in, and then you do your bra up. So it it supports you better, and and then the line of the bra is meant to be straight, so it doesn't hoik up behind you. Right. Um, And that's how you're meant to put your bra on. I've never ever do that. Yeah. It's It's so good. I would recommend doing it. It feels so much better. But then you're trying to tie your strap back here. That's an eye. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you can do it like you turn. You do strap on first. Strap on. (laughs) That's another episode. And you t- you um, you do it up, and then you could lean over, maybe. Yeah, that would work. Mm. But yeah, yeah, a boob drop. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I've been learning a lot about boobs and mastitis, right? Yeah, and I always thought that with mastitis, you meant to, um, because you hear all these people saying you just massage out the if you've got a block, duct, you just mm. massage it out. So you just massage from the armpit down to the nipple. Nope. Apparently that's wrong and you can't actually massage out a block milk duct because they're not really blocked. It's just inflammation. Right. Issue. Yeah. And also the milk ducts aren't in a line from the up, like from the top of the breast down to the nipple. They look like a, um, you know, a po- the inside of a pomegranate. Mm. They're, they're all like uneven, like seeds everywhere. Da, da, da. There's nothing like symmetrical, like a segment of um, an orange. Mm hmm. So when you massage, I say this in like air quotes, massage out a milk, a block duct, it's not true. You're actually just moving it to another point of the breast. It's crazy. I was talking to Alicia about this and I was like, yeah. right, you need to be on a podcast about this. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you because you're always told, oh, like, and years ago, remember it was, um, put the pressure on it and yeah, keep crashing and, she said, no. and like, she said that's um, the worst you yeah and then when um when I breastfed Rory and I was getting I was over engorged with mm. milk because they put me on all that medication the child just didn't want the breast yeah. but she was like no small little circles and it was like who's giving the right information exactly. you know what it I mean is. yeah and when you've got um some inflammation there Ice apparently because inflammation obviously works well with ice. Yes, to on. cool, put cold, and yeah, on. yeah. I meant to massage gently um, from the nipple up to the armpit where the lymph nodes are. Right. Okay. And actually, when you do that, it does feel so much better when you feel that's all the way. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Oh, I know so much about boobs. Yeah. Well, I did the cabbage leaves for stopping oh, breastfeeding. Oh, I did yeah. Mopsy. Um it's and they thing. worked, yeah. No, um it really worked for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, because um I was so engorged um and I'd nowhere to put this milk. And then 
like the doctor um which I was really annoyed with taught me just go cold turkey and completely give up immediately and let it happen and then um I um what you call I rang the helpline because I was literally out here and like it was at the stage where the milk was squirting everywhere if I was topless because it was so bad and um then I rang the helpline to see and then they said that I had to give them little feeds or express and I just found the expressing was just more um like you let of what I did was the silicon um oh like uh, the uh hacker yeah something like yeah but when I, I hear hacker I think of the um, yeah, New the Zealanders yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> Sorry, and don't worry I lived in New Zealand I love it (laughs) my son's a New Zealander so I get away with it like we can slag the Irish (laughs) Uh, we're not taking piss out of any any nationality you know just just to put it there you know Um, but um, yeah and that would release it for me and then I literally lived with cabbage leaves I bought a head of cabbage and I put them in as (laughs) if they were like breast pads I put the cabbage pens on it every single day um well every couple of hours because the milk was like dripping through them oh wow um and eventually about uh took about a week and a half for it to stop um and um but then like um when you'd have sexual intercourse yeah (laughs) you get milk back again Do you? Yes, yeah. It's like it's like a turn on. Yeah. So um yes, yeah. (laughs) I I was all wet. But we haven't had sex yet. It's I, two months old, so I don't want anyone near me yet. Well, since then, I haven't had, like, God, I'm saying it out loud, but sex does take, you know, that's more of a chore for me oh than God, working yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's not the baby, it's more the seven-year-old, because I can say 77 on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, because, um, yeah, it's kind of like, oh, my God, like, we have to, be, you know, because he's going to bed that little bit later, and yeah, then because I get up so early in the morning. I go to bed nearly the same time as him. Yeah. <laughs> Here we are oversharing. There's no foreplay, is there? There's no build-up. No, like, not at all. Quickly, yeah. we've got 10 minutes. In, out, boom, shakalak. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, I love little, I do not orgasm. <laughs> so anyone listening, we do have that too. <laughs> um, but I love this, just being honest. Like, this is life, you know? There's no bullshit here. It's just, it is what it is. And you, you know just what? Get on with it. I, I wanted, um talk about the um the boobs again because i i just found this fascinating i learned all this stuff it's the boobs, um, the boobs. <laughs> i have one boob bigger than another me too yes like, yeah really different mine's um, gone better now the breastfeeding actually i found one was massive yeah. and one was like this tiny little fart of a thing yeah it just hangs and hang yeah and then now yeah. is the breast milking as the breast milking as my stop the breastfeeding and it's coming back to some bit of normality again yeah. my boobs are looking a lot better oh, yes okay. yeah That's yeah so I I thought that I don't know if I'm right or wrong if someone's listening and says I'm wrong that's perfect let me know but I thought was that more milk more boob a, a boob produced more milk in one than the other oh, so that's okay. what I thought it was because I was like this is just so weird they yeah. were like so different um uh, you could like if you come out of the shower and you're like, oh, wipe this big humongous one and then this tiny little. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I could cool. be. I like. I don't know if that's true I'm or not, but it was. Actually. Yeah. Oh, nice. mm. I've gone from like a, a 32B to a 36 double D. Oh, you've been. I was like, that's why I'm not ridiculous. Yeah. I'm not used to having 
big, big boobs. boobs. But then, like, I don't understand that too because your frame, like, your your thirty fours, your around you. Yeah. So then, as your boobs get bigger, so you move out in the size too, is it? I don't know. Again, we can get a yeah, boob lady in here or a bra specialist. Actually, you should ask your mate. Well, <laughs> you're that. one to see well, what she do it. Yeah, she used to do it. Ah, so we could ask her. Yeah, because that'd be a good idea. Because then that people would be getting paranoid. Then that they're getting bigger all around yeah. if they're moving. Because it's like a belt, you know, kind of thing. Like yeah. if it's around your belly size we yeah. say visualize a belt here is it that that's that all bigger? getting bigger as well yeah because oh, nice. that's that's 36 and you were 34 so that's gone up 32 sometimes. 32 yeah. yeah so that's interesting Absolutely. isn't it yeah um, but also when so next people... time someone says to you, you look great you've got your body i was like no I've got massive <laughs> boobs. you want to see how big my boobs I are know. and one's bigger than the other <laughs> yeah. Well, they, you know how some, how people say, oh, the baby's like sucking the milk. Mm. Like, um, it's, that's not real either. Right. Because the baby's putting pressure on the areola, which then squirts the milk out. Yeah. So they're not sucking, they're not actually sucking it like a bottle. They're putting pressure on the nipple. Yeah. To squirt. But that's another thing. Like just little things I was like learning through all these like yeah. breast knowledge. So, oh, stuff. you're saying that when they latch on? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sucking the milk out of the breast, they're putting pressure on the nipple. Yeah. To then squirt out. Yeah. Like yeah, because so like when you milk a cow. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like <laughs> yeah. yeah. Doing the action like milking the cow. Because I grew up with a farm. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if you squeeze it too hard nothing will come out here i am again yes squeezing it too hard and yeah yeah that's why you get some of it um from the inflammation of the tissue some of it may not come out um so you have to if you're inflamed more on one side you have to adjust the baby so that they they drain you better from the ducts right okay. loads of different ducts around the nipple yeah it's crazy God, stuff. It's, and like again this is knowledge that we should be given and i think we'll fight this for a long time school. at school i always say this we should be taught about our bodies and babies yes. and all that malarkey at Periods, school menopause, everything yeah. yeah um and not like when you go to them what are they called again those classes antenatal no prenatal is it the ones before you have the baby prenatal classes Antine- i think it's no, aunties know. afterwards, isn't it? No, no, maybe the aunties. Before. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the ones before, in a way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The classes. Yeah. Um, it's all about the baby. I know. And like when I was in New Zealand having Sean, we had this lady, and each to their own, but she was real. Like pain relief is bad. You're weak if you have pain wow. relief, but it's really like in your face. Say breast is best. Mm-hmm. Oh, she was all into that as well. No one has to bottle feed. Breast is best. Yeah. And we did three lessons, and I said to Dawn, "I don't want to do this anymore because um she was and I look in fairness, I was like from day dot, I don't want the epidural because I heard different things about it. Mm. That was my opinion. I'm not putting yeah. it on anyone else, and that was my values. Um, so I was like, okay, that's fine. But any pain relief, you were the worst, you know, like you were weak. And I was like, woman, you're scaring us. And then like, it was we really weird stuff. Like she was telling us, and my husband isn't that type of person of like, get on the floor and, you know, 
um like massage me and that have a playlist ready for me and he's just like no that's not us at all you're like it was a bit like a bit too much for us yeah um so I I I just said to him one day I goes I just don't have the energy to go to this class tonight and we didn't end up going yeah Yeah. but in that class it should be about the woman we we know what the baby's like when it comes out we just deal with it because I I honestly think we're like the minute we have a baby, a, a different software goes into our brain because yeah. in fairness, we literally just switch onto it. And like with our hobbies, you know, uh, we love them to pieces. And a lot of people will probably say the same. They don't have that connection that we have with a baby. They don't have that software in their brains. Cause like, even like, you know, last night, Rory woke a couple of times, headbutting the cot. You'd swear it was tiny <laughs> um, to move around. He gets into a corner but he didn't hear him once and it was just like they're not why you know I think it's like an alarm goes off in my brain he's awake now you know and it's just like you you automatically wake up before even he starts crying kind of thing yeah mother nature's been very clever and and created it so that we never properly get deep sleep as mothers because for survival for our children so we always have to hear out if they need us and I was like that's kind of clever in one way but also fuck you mother nature (laughs) I'd like to get some sleep because I even find like um in the seven years coming up um with Sean I've only been away from him um twice yeah and overnight overnight, yeah twice and I every time I've been away I've rang to make sure he's okay yeah and once um I was out with my friends and it was hobby minding him and I still rang to make sure he was going to bed properly and (laughs) yeah all this I just can't switch off from him I can never switch off from being away from him yeah it's still like this like weird helicopter mum yeah Monty goes to my in-laws one night a week um and it was hard to start with but I still message every evening how did he go was he okay did he get home okay message in the morning find out how his night was so it's like yeah yeah who else is like that please let us know (laughs) Um, but it is I I just and it's not that I don't trust anyone it's just me as his um, you know main yeah. carer that he's my world and yeah. um, even I'll be the same with Rory like even people have offered to mind Rory if we go up for a meal I'm like grand it's all good yeah, you know yeah. I'm happy out he can sit in the pram and come with us you know it's like um, when people um because I had this over Easter weekend people holding Arthur and like don't worry I'll take Arthur off for you so you can have a bit of a break and it hurts me and I'm like no, it's okay. I don't want you to hold him, but then I feel like they want to hold him because they haven't met him, da da da, their family and stuff. So I let them, but then as soon as he cries, I want to take him back so that he knows I'm here. And he's always looking around for me in the room yeah. to find his safety. But people don't get that and they just think, oh no, don't worry, he's crying. Um, the amount of people have said to me over the weekend, it's okay for babies to cry it um helps their lungs and I'm like where'd you get this bullshit from and also it's my baby I don't want him to cry there's a reason for him crying yeah I'm gonna help him stop telling me what to do but then I'm like yeah thanks and then just slowly take Arthur give me my child it's only just being fed I'm like so 
it's fine <laughs> but i think because we have and again i'm not putting anyone down but the idea of crying it out is massive mm-hmm. and yeah. um a per, again personally i'm against that's not my values i don't do that with my child um you've seen there uh, he wasn't settling after five minutes i'll go and i'll bring him out yeah. um and he when wasn't we put him, like proper screaming was no he, he was, was just, like, you could tell he wasn't going to go to sleep and then I went back in, brought him up, gave him his bottle, and he was, you could, I could tell he was going to go off to sleep. Um, and then he went off to sleep, where if I let him there, he would end up screaming and would end up crying. And, I, and look, each to their own, whatever anyone wants to do. I'm not saying I'm the best parent, but I find for me personally, what works for me and my two children is I don't let them cry it out. Um, and even, you know, we were just having the chat again, um, with Monty reacting with A now, um, you know, his world has totally changed. And instead of just pushing him away and ignoring him and, oh, just go away, yeah, really you know, you need to teach him of mommy. And as I said, she with Sean, he's not a bother now, but he was really sad. You know, mm-hmm. um, I kept telling him, go away. And like, we had so much fun the other night. We were messing because I was teaching a client how to do push-ups and he could hear my conversation. And then when she left, he goes, can you teach me now? Aww. And I was like, yes. And we were on the floor and I was like, okay, let's do three each. And um, he wouldn't let me. <laughs> so he sat up my back so I couldn't lift off the floor. And he goes, Haha, you can't do what I can. But literally took that two minutes out to play with him, you know? And he, yeah, he's seven and people think, oh, let him off. But uh, we need to show that we're still there and we still care. And you don't need to you know, give out to them or, um, or push them away. And the same with the babies, they need us. That's their, that's the way they communicate with us. They cry. And like, you know, if they're overtired, like I've seen with Rory, if he gets overtired, he will go into convulsions, but I would not put him into the cot like that. I would have him in my arms. I'd make him feel safe. I'll sing to him. I'll rub to him. I'll uh, rub to him, rub him. <laughs> You know, all that security to make him feel safe with me rather than me. Nah, it's your bedtime. You're overtired. Just go in there and go to sleep. Yeah. You know, that's my opinion. Yeah. So I get where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, Just because they're crying doesn't mean they have to do it for their lungs. No. Do they necessarily need to cry when that's their way of communicating with yeah. us? You know, yeah. so. Funny. Yeah. Funny. And it, it, each to their own. Everyone has different ways, different values. But this is my values to me as a person. And mm. I think you're very similar to me with your yeah, values. Yeah. yeah. Um, because um, we have to be their vice, don't we? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's interesting how um, we all operate differently. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's been a great little one. Yeah. Um, all for those listening, if you have questions, please drop us an email. Realtalkformums at gmail.com. Um, if you want to share this podcast, if you think it's worth listening to or other moms want to listen to us, blabber on, then please share us. <laughs> yeah. Write us a review. I don't know if we've got any reviews, but it would be great to have some feedback. Um, yeah. And uh, always we're here for if you have questions. Yes. And thank you so much for taking out time to listen to us. Yes. <laughs> yes. We will I'll come back into the screen <laughs> for anyone who's watching. Um, Bye for now. Bye.